Well, because of these curious times that we've been living in for the last several months, something that you see played out again and again in a number of different areas or arenas in society is that things are kind of getting telescoped. As we all sort of crawl out of our caves slowly now and life is beginning to get a little bit back to normal, all kinds of things that have been put off we're now trying to find a way to make them happen, even in some sort of abbreviated form. So obviously seeing that with the various sports teams, even if it's a shortened season, can we squeeze it in somehow? But I've also noticed this going on in the church in lots of different ways. Now that we are opening up a little bit, things that have been put off of necessity are starting to get telescoped together. So for example, RCIA starting to be celebrated, baptisms, confessions, adults coming into the church. As I'm sure many of you know, here at St. Joe's, tomorrow night at the five o'clock mass, all those candidates who've been waiting, thinking way back last year that they'd be confirmed or baptized at the Easter vigil, now that moment has come for them. Well, this was already wedding season, quote unquote, but a lot of weddings that had been postponed are happening now. There have been ways for them to work in together. Priest ordinations, those were put off here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. We'll be ordaining the new priests finally this coming Monday. And it's all sort of coming together at one time. Weddings, baptisms, confirmations, ordinations, all together. And what is it that all of those wonderful sacramental celebrations have in common? I mean, what is a theme that runs through all of them? In a unique time this year, it's possible literally to go to all three of those or all four of those within the span of one week. What is it that ties it all together? I know any one of you could name it. It's so obvious. Death. Death. I just got myself uninvited to wedding receptions and baptism parties and ordination celebrations. And that can sound like a cruel, cruel joke, especially now when we're going to such lengths to protect our bodies. So I don't say that lightly, but I've got some pretty good company for saying it. It's Paul, right? You heard that second reading tonight beautifully proclaimed. It's not new to our tradition, but if you're like me, it's just so easy to let it go by. I want to get to the wedding reception. I want to get to the ordination party. I want to get these blasted masks off. And yet there is Paul stubbornly saying, if you were baptized into Christ, you were baptized into his death. There you have Jesus saying, not death per se, but a very hard saying, seemingly, Unless you love me more than mom or dad, you can't be with me. Unless you take up your cross, right? I mean, Jesus looks maybe not so bad off on that, but we know he didn't get to that moment until he had gone through death. And he says, unless, there's no wiggle room there. Now the obvious difference is, we're not just talking about physical death, and neither was Paul. But to the degree that we have a sense that somehow at the center of all of our sacraments, 
there has to be a dying to self, otherwise we're just kind of role-playing. And then what does that look like? Well, there are times and places in the tradition of our church where the celebration of those sacraments is literally made very visceral. So we're going to have the priesthood ordinations, as I said on Monday. There are a few Benedictine monasteries, maybe you've seen films of this or videos, where for their ordination celebration, the priest doesn't prostrate himself on the floor, if you know that part of the ordination, right? The priest lay face down. For them, the priest gets in a casket. Not making that up. It is ordination before the bishop lies in a casket. There's a famous baptistry, baptismal font in Rome, which is in the shape of a casket. And those to be baptized walk down into the water and then up through the other side. We wear these masks to protect ourselves from what is dangerous. We should really wear these masks every time we walk past the baptismal font. Not because it isn't purified every day, but there's that sense of dying to self. And that shouldn't be something that takes us down or seems morose. I mean, those symbols can seem kind of macabre, I get it. But what does it really look like for us? And sometime talk to one of those people going through those sacraments of initiation or vocation. And many of us here have been through them ourselves. There has to be a dying to self to take on a commitment like that if you do it seriously. Talk to some of the adults getting baptized, coming into the church. Sometimes those were really challenging journeys for them. Not everyone in their life was so thrilled that they were joining the Catholic Church necessarily. They, maybe for many years or even decades, weren't sure they could take on what that commitment would really be asking of them. And sometimes it's only when you talk to an adult who's coming into the church, if you were baptized as a baby, that you can begin to really appreciate what that commitment can look like if you just grew up with it, as I did. Talk to any husband or wife, and they may not say it on their wedding day, but there's a real dying to self in any mature marriage, to be sure. Don't worry, I don't put that into wedding homilies. But anyone who's committed knows what it looks like at times. And it's not just sort of a, yeah, oh shucks, I can go along with this on this particular day. I mean those decisions that really do change our lives sometimes forever, if we are true to them. And so when Jesus says, if you don't love me more than your parents, you don't really have a part with me. He's not saying don't be nice to mom and dad. He certainly respected Mary. But he's also not speaking of something that's just totally abstract and ethereal and might never actually look like a concrete decision. Sometimes there are moments in the name of our faith where we make decisions that can be very painful for people that we love, or even family members? And will we be able to make those decisions if we are asked to do so? And I hope we never face them. But life being what it is, sometimes we do. Will we be able to make decisions about our jobs or our careers that seemingly to everybody else are not life-giving? And why in the world would we make that option? If we haven't somehow had the sensibility that our faith calls us to die to self 
then when those moments come, I guarantee you, we're not just magically going to be able to move closer to the Lord in that decision. To practice that decision in little ways, but especially to be reminded of it. And to say, if I was baptized as a little baby, maybe I wasn't aware of it at the moment, but these are the words that were said on my behalf. Before the waters of baptism are beautiful, cleansing waters, they're meant to be the waters of death. Something goes into that pool that never comes back again. Again, that doesn't have to scare us. It should be an invitation, right? An invitation to something that maybe deep down in our hearts we longed for. If only I could do that. If only I had the courage to do that. If only I could have a peaceful heart in the face of that kind of situation. If it's in a relationship, if it's in a cause that we wondered, would we ever have the courage to follow, to represent, to stand up and be a voice when seemingly nobody else was willing to voice it? Paul wasn't just speaking abstractly when he said, If you were baptized in Jesus, you were baptized into his death. What in the world gave Jesus the ability to do the things that he did in the face, long before the crucifixion, in the face of criticism or other people's disparagements? And the wrong answer, I think, is simply to say, well, he was Jesus, you know, he had to do it. He had that closeness with the Father. He knew what it meant to really be loved by God. And when you know that you're loved, you're able to do some pretty amazing things. Because this business about dying to self doesn't automatically guarantee that everything's going to work out in the Hollywood sense of the word. Sometimes if we make that difficult decision, we are left and abandoned. Things don't magically change. We make a decision that other people think is crazy because look what that's going to lead to, and it really leads to that. But it makes a difference to know that in that decision, if it's the one that brings us closer to the Lord, it's also the one that brings us closer to those who've walked that journey with us. Whoever it is you came here with tonight, or if you came on your own, whoever it is you share your faith with, sometime maybe, The next time you're face-to-face behind these masks, just use that as a prod for a conversation, perhaps. Yeah, I'm wearing this mask because there is a certain danger that I need to be aware of and protect myself from. But where's the spiritual danger? What are the decisions that I've made that somehow alter normalcy, that don't quite feel ordinary to everybody else. When you see the mask, you know that somebody is doing something for a reason. Are there any decisions in our lives that someone would point to and say, that's a baptized person. That's somebody who's in a sacramental marriage. That's somebody who, at some moment in their life, was able to let go of something that everybody else said, hold on to with every fiber of strength in your body, because if you let that go, you'll have nothing. And that person knew, unless I let it go, I won't be able to have the greatest thing of all. So just a little spiritual exercise. Maybe you'll be at a wedding or a baptism soon. Maybe you'll be at an ordination. 
But even if you're not, if you're here tonight, St. Paul's invitation is as much for you as for anybody else. And is there something we can point to in our lives this week, very ordinary, everyday type decisions, where we can say, this for me is what it looks like to live out that baptismal promise. This is that little dying to self. It really makes a difference.